It's the Ricky Stokes I'm Calling You Out podcast from the man that brought you RickyStokesNews.com. Yeah, that Ricky Stokes. Plain and simple with just the facts. Because if you know Ricky Stokes, you know he'll call hogwash when he sees it. Yeah, that Ricky Stokes. And now, here is Ricky Stokes. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to the 16th version of Ricky Stokes News I'm Calling You Out podcast. There's a lot of hogwash this week and a lot of things that's going on in a lot of different areas and a lot of different uh, arenas. We're going to start off out of Dale County, Alabama, Tuesday at the Dale County Commission meeting where it came up about the uh, uh, books on the, uh, what is it, LGBT books that were in the library uh, last week or so. Uh, Megan did a podcast with uh, two ladies talking about the books in the library in Dothan. Uh, Citizens spewed into the streets, packed out the meeting room of the Ozark Dale County Library to voice concern over books found in the young adult section, written by Will Poston of the uh, WTBY Tri-States News Losers. Uh, Anyway, he says, concern was raised to Mayor uh, Mark Blankenship from different citizens finding books with the LGBTQ plus characters and sexually suggestive content in the section. Social media posts and text messages from Mayor Blankenship were made discussing the library potential losing funding and getting these books out of the library completely. It doesn't have anything to do with the LGBT books. That just happens to be the book sent to me, said Mayor Blankenship. I'm telling you, it's terrible when you read this stuff, and we do not need them in the library. Uh, there was a group that went to the Dale County Commission Tuesday and spoke about this issue also, which is led by uh, Ozark Mayor uh, Mark Blankenship and by uh, Henry, uh, excuse me, Dale County Commissioner Adam Enfinger. Now, let me make that real clear about something. Adam Enfinger is running for Dale County Commission Chairman. Mark Blankenship, former Dale County Commission Chairman, who is mayor of Ozark, is pushing Adam Enfinger for chairman of the Dale County Commission. Uh, Mark Blankenship liked Steve McKinnon when Blankenship was on the commission. But when he got Ozark mayor, he made a flip-flop. So be careful on everything that you listen. I like Mark. But be careful on everything you listen to him about. McKenna's been doing a good job. But back to these books. Uh, Megan had uh, here Barbara Moore. Uh, also had uh, former state uh, school board member Betty Peters talking to you about these books. Uh, they have to be careful the way they put these books and what they do because while these books don't need to be posted, there's also the Southern Poverty Law Center that's going to jump on issues or the American Civil Liberties Union that may jump on these issues. So all of them have to be handled carefully. It's not necessarily that the people making the decisions agree with these books or where these books are at, but they have to be very careful about what they do and how they handle it because there's a group sitting there ready to sue. Let me give you an example. The Southern Poverty Law Center knew that the Dothan Municipal Court was not holding 72-hour hearings. They're required by law when you're arrested and you don't have make bond within 72 hours, a judge is required to have a hearing. 
They were not having a hearing for every seven days. So the Southern Poverty Law Center sent a minority down here and got that minority hired with the Dothan Magistrate's Office. He found a case. The guy's name was Anthony Cooper. I've got the book laying right here behind my desk that they had kept in jail for seven days. Now, Anthony Cooper is in the Dale County Jail all the time. He's kind of like Otis the Drunk on Andy Griffin's show. He's in the jail every time in Dale County that you turn around. Well, because they didn't hold his first appearance, they filed a lawsuit. From that lawsuit, he got $42,500, and for three years, everybody got to sign their own bond on misdemeanor offenses because the judge was not seeing them every 72 hours. But they set up, they, they got somebody hired, and rumor, I cannot prove this, but rumor was they sent this guy down here, and you find the good case, then we'll pay off your uh, bill for you going to law school. I don't know whether that part is true or not, but that's what the story was. So they will set up a plaintiff to file a lawsuit against you and put you in court, in federal court, for violation of people's rights for not having certain books available. There are a lot of questionable places about where they place the books and what the books show. I've not seen any of the books. Uh, I've not read any of the books. I don't know exactly where they're placed in there. Uh, they are uh, books that kids probably don't need to read. And there's books that the kids are going to have to ask the parents to explain to them what it means. So uh, it's not about the personal preference of the staff of the library or whether they like or dislike. They also have to listen because everybody wants to sue. Everybody wants to sue. story I heard years ago that uh, if you're locked up in jail, you can sue for loss of sex because you're locked up in jail. Hogwash, okay? It, it, it happens, and you have to be careful about what you do and how you handle it and these officials uh that are in charge with libraries and library boards have to be careful talk to attorneys but listen let me tell you also attorneys alabama attorney general troy king which by the way a law degree is not required to be attorney general in alabama also common sense it and it was some of them we had but anyway alabama attorney general troy king said electronic bingo was legal alabama attorney general luther strange said it was illegal alabama general attorney general steve marshall doesn't worry about the killings in montgomery and all the people killed every day but boy he put a task force and went up there about bingo so uh you you got to be careful what you do. You got to be careful what you listen to your lawyer because while this lawyer says it this way, this lawyer says it another way. I'm going to give one more example. First off, I got to get a disclaimer, but it's something that I will never forget in my life. Uh, Larry Anderson, before he became circuit judge, was an attorney for the city of Dothan. Great fellow. I like Larry. I trust Larry. This is not critical of Larry Anderson. But under former Mayor Larry Register, he wrote a bill to recall the mayor of the city of Dothan. That passed legislature. Here comes Alfred Saliba as mayor. Alfred Saliba put a one-cent sales tax. A group considering the, uh, that included the late Bob Coleman filed a lawsuit against Alfred Saliba to have him removed from office 
for passing the one cent gas tax. And I will never forget Larry Anderson on TV throwing his hands up in the air and go, what does the law mean? It's so vaguely written. Does it mean this or does it mean that or does it mean this? And I'm going, you wrote the law. Hogwash, you don't know what it means. You wrote it. But it depended on which side he had to argue because there's three rules for the practice of law. If the law's on your side, you argue the law. If the facts are on your side, you argue the facts. If neither one of them are on your side, you just argue. That's it. That's the three keys of practicing law. I'm not a lawyer, but that's my experience over the years. So they have to be real careful. Secondly, be guarded about Blankenship and Adam Infinger. They're trying to use this to pivot politically. And over Steve McKinnon. McKinnon works in the office. He does things. He's tried to move Dale County forward. Uh, he stays in the office a lot every day. You don't see him out on the streets that much. But McKinnon is the current uh, commission chairman for Dale County. And some of uh, this are trying to capitalize politically. So be careful on that. Uh, as far as all the particulars, Megan has studied this more than I have. She has a lot more information on it. But there was a bunch of uh, stuff that went on in Dale County at the commission meeting on Tuesday, followed by the library board on Wednesday. So it'll be interesting to see uh, where this goes and what happens. And you'll probably see the Southern Poverty Law Center and ACLU and all these other folks come into it this is ricky stokes i'm calling you out podcast hogwash on stuff we'll be right back you're listening to the ricky stokes i'm calling you out podcast and you can call ricky out anytime at 334-790-1729 or email ricky at rsn.news109 at gmail.com yesterday there was a structure fire out in the county Multiple volunteer fire departments responded to that structure fire. Ashford responded. Pansy Volunteer Fire responded. Uh, Lovetown Volunteer Fire responded. Gordon Volunteer Fire responded. And there may have been several others. But I want to mention one man's name. His name is Larry Givens. Larry Givens is in the Pansy Fire Department. has been an icon in the Pansy Fire Department for years. Larry Givens is undergoing treatment for cancer for an extended period of time. Has good days and bad days. But yesterday when that fire was dispatched, in just a moment I heard Givens on the truck going to that fire. And I want to commend Larry Givens. I want to point Larry Givens out to y'all because I want you to know this man, even though he has some days that he just doesn't feel like moving, he hurts with the cancer that he's got. He jumped on that fire truck and went to help fight the fire and save the people's home. That's what you call a hero in my mind and somebody that puts service to others above self. And I want to point Larry Givens out to you. Uh, he, he, his wife is Rosemary. He used to work at Southeast Health, and he's got a son named Brandon. But he hopped on that pansy fire truck and went and helped the other departments. He may not could stand there and f 
fight the fire, but can he can pump the water off the truck to the firemen that are fighting it? There's different things he can do. But he gave of his time, even though he's been fighting cancer and has days that he has not felt good. So Larry Givens, on behalf of the people and the men and women in Houston County that depend on volunteers, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for you giving service to others above self. Ladies and gentlemen, we're right back. This is the Ricky Stokes I'm Calling You Out podcast. Available on his website at rickystokesnews.com. His Facebook page at Ricky Stokes News. Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter. Also available on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, if you know me, you know in my heart, volunteer and volunteerism uh, in emergency services is dear to my heart. That That's my passion. It has been since I started in 1977. Tuesday night, I was out of town. I get a text that there's been a large explosion, like I think it's Telemine or Tele-something uh, explosion. Moments later, start getting pages or information that there is a structure fire on Quail Drive in Trelawney Farms behind Memphis Baptist Church. Uh, there was a man who lost his life inside that fire and a man severely burned that was transported by Rehoboth Rescue uh, to Southeast Health and then airlifted to a burn center. There were multiple agencies. The law enforcement of jurisdiction was there who called in assistance from the state fire marshal and some other agencies to try to determine what was going on and what, and what caused the explosion. There were multiple volunteer fire departments. Hodgesville Volunteer Fire Department under the command of Chief Jack Woods was a primary fire department. I don't know if Jack was there or whether it was uh, Bo, who was the uh, one primary on the truck. But then you had Rehoboth Fire and EMS that responded. And you had Madrid Volunteer Fire. And you had Southern Junction. You had Lovetown. You had Cottonwood. You had Rehoboth Amos. You had Pilcher's Amos. Dothan Fire was mutilated to that fire. A lot of agencies, as well as your law enforcement of uh, jurisdiction for that uh, area and that residence that was there. Uh, a, a neighbor helped the man that survived. He was wanting to go back in to get his buddy. He had just walked up to the door when the explosion happened, and he got him to the front of the house away from where the structure fire was because bullets was firing. We do not know what caused the fire, the um, uh, law enforcement agency of jurisdiction, their spokesman has not given out any press releases and has not had any press statements about it. As far as from them, uh, uh, the law enforcement agency of local jurisdiction has not issued any statement about that there was even a fire, confirmed or denied the fire. But there was a fire, there was a fatality, there was a serious injury, and an investigation is going on. But we do not know what caused the fire. But what I want to say is about the volunteerism, and I hear a lot of the people that are paid be critical of the volunteers. And the county commission, Brandon Shoup and Ricky Herring and James Ivey and Tracy Adams and Curtis Harvey are trying to put additional regulations on these volunteer men and women that are fire chiefs. And they want this report and they want this that and they want that. And they ain't a cotton-picking one of them. Not a single one of those five hogwash people on that Houston County Commission has ever got off their buttocks and volunteered their time to go out and help save lives for others. They do it if they get paid. 
They get paid, every one of them. They're paid $33,000 a year plus the raises and health insurance to be on that commission. And we're going to watch for something soon that I'll be able to give you a little more information. But they're trying to add more restrictions on them. And they go, oh, publicly, we support them. But hogwash on some of the things that they do. But I want to commend these men and women on an explosion. Uh, I was getting phone calls. I was out of town, but I was getting phone calls from people who live two or three miles from there that heard the explosion when it went off. Now, I've heard a lot of different stories. I don't know what the truth was. I was not on the scene. But the law enforcement agency of jurisdiction should be coming out with some type of information or preliminary information or saying it's under investigation. We had one person killed, had one person injured, and we've got these agencies investigating and trying to determine the exact cause. The public deserves to know what happened because there's a lot of people that live in that area. There's a lot of people that live behind Memphis Baptist Church on Edens Road and on Tree Lawney. But so far, we've heard nothing from the agency of jurisdiction that investigated it. But hats off to all of these men and women that put their lives on the line. And also, hats off because there was a fireman injured on the scene that had to be carried to the hospital. He got injured on the scene. It may be because he became overheated. I do not know the extent of his injuries. But let me tell you something about him versus the one that gets paid, like the county commissioners who are double dippers of Herring and Ivy. They get 33000 as a commissioner or whatever they get as a captain and sergeant with the sheriff's office. They get hurt. They're going to get workman's comp. They're going to get money for this. They're going to get money for that. These volunteers, they may get a plaque and say, thank you for giving your life for serving others. Sorry your wife and children are going to starve, but thank you for giving your life. They don't get the benefits the others get. They don't get the salary, and they get talked about, and they catch hell. And, oh, you turned on the red light, so you, you didn't have the authority to turn on the red light. That somebody's house is not as important in the county as it is in the city of Dothan. I commend you, your volunteers. I commend what you do. I've seen what you've done. I've been there and helped you. And when you see Ricky Stokes on the end of a fire hose, you know one thing. You're sucking wind for a fireman. But I've been there. I've also put my life on the line for law enforcement officers. But I'm finding out that a lot of the leadership could really give a flip less. Okay? But you don't see them out there fighting that fire. Yeah, do they go to law enforcement things and handle it? Yes. But the, it's the men and women on the ambulances and on the fire trucks that are saving lives most of the time. Law enforcement does, too, when they get there. I'm not being critical of law enforcement, but I get crit- I, I, I'm being cr- I'm just pissed over the way some of the leadership that are paid that gets double dippers the way they treat some of these volunteers. It just makes my blood boil because you're not out there. If you're not going to get paid, you're not going. I'm going to repeat that. You will not go. You will not donate your time to save lives and property if you don't get paid. Curtis Harvey has been a commissioner for decades. Not one time has he donated his time to save lives or property through fire and EMS. Tracy Adams ain't done a cotton-picking thing 
to donate his time to save lives or property. Brandon Shoup was put on the pages for Wicksburg Fire Department and then said, take me off because it was bugging him. He's too great poupon to get his hands dirty to try to save a life. Ricky Herring has never volunteered with the agencies to try to save lives. He's done it when he's got paid, but that's it. And James Ivey does not either. By the way, James Ivey drove his personal vehicle to the Alabama Association of County Commissioners meeting in Orange Beach. Rick Herring's county vehicle was gone all week. Uh, I don't know. I didn't go down there. It wasn't worth my time. But anyway, thank you for what you did, and it makes me mad that the way the people that are paid treat you and think you know, they can make a mistake. Uh, their people can make a mistake. Not a mistake. They did it intentionally. But they try to point fingers at everybody else. Anyway, it just makes my blood boil. Look out for the new rules for the National Peanut Festival. Become upcoming for new stories in the future. It's Ricky Stokes. I'm calling you out podcast. Have a great day. Have a great Labor Day weekend. Be safe. Be careful. I love you. I thank you for listening. Have a good day. Find Ricky on his website at rickystokesnews.com, on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, or Twitter. You can also email Ricky at rsn.news109 at gmail.com or text Ricky anytime at 334-790-1729. And tune in next time for the Ricky Stokes I'm Calling You Out podcast. Available on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn, or wherever you find your podcast. I'll go on.